I don't want nobody else to give me nothing. I'd rather build my own thing. You nigga, Cash Money Records built itself. No Limit Records built itself. TDE yep. built itself. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's one of the most interesting parts about this is like trying to watch your followers and subscribers and stuff go from zero to whatever it's going to be. Bro, it's a fucking journey, man. I'm telling you. But it's the best thing about it, man. Just watching growth and everything, man. You ready? Yep. All right, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Lavish Journey Podcast. It's your host, King Lavish, here today. I have a special guest in here today. I have a special guest in here today. <laughs> I have a super special guest in here today, man. My boy Kane Sounds. What's going on? Bro? It's How good you feeling? I'm you good, bro. I'm chilling. I got a good workout in this morning. I'm I'm good, bro. Man, that's what's up, bro. Like the reason why you are the super special guest, also, bro. Besides his fire ass beats, go check him out right now. <laughs> Definitely check me man, out. Man, he's the first interview I had since July, y'all. It's been what's it? We in November right now. It's been four months, y'all. Sheesh. And this is definitely going to be a monumental one, man. So, pretty much, man, let everybody know what you do, bro. All right, I'm Kane Sounds. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Been here all my life, man. Graduated from Ohio University with a Bachelor of Science in Communication. Okay. Uh, specialization in music production. So, um, you know, I'm trying to be on my young entrepreneurial grind, you feel me? Uh, I have a beat store, beat website. Um, it's KaneSounds.com. Please go check me out. Download some free beats. Um, make some slappers, bro. Make me proud. You feel me? Um, I'm on YouTube trying to just gain a following. You know what I'm saying? And um, give away some free content that way as well. Mm -hmm. Just to, you know, gain some gain some loyal fans or whatever, you you know. And um, I'm also on Instagram, man. I'm, I'm posting two to three times a week just constant uploads bro they're new beats they're old beats you know what i'm saying a variety of stuff um i don't know man i That's love me i love media i love music i've been yeah, i've been yeah. loving music for my, my whole life bro it's, yeah it's dope i peaked it man because you are this guy is definitely consistent man so i checked yeah. out his instagram a few weeks ago listen to his beat i don't know what beat it was bro it had like a green like green <laughs> background to it and then I said, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I fuck with the beats, man, honestly. And I feel like Appreciate producers you. definitely make the music boom. When you yeah. think about it, bro, like. Yeah, bro. Metro Boomer just put out an album. Yeah. Mike Will Made It just did a a, a, a soundtrack, bro. Is Metro Boomer like one of your top producers? Uh, Metro Boomer is definitely like up there for me. Like, yeah. Uh, not, not like, I, I just feel like he has like such a bandwagon. Like, you know how like. Yeah. The words was just cracking mm -hmm. out of nowhere, right? But like, certain niggas knew about Steph before he was cracking. You know what I'm you saying? You know what? Yeah, and, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about Metro. But see, I don't, I don't want to be the dude who's like, I knew about Metro before anybody. Like, right. you know, I ain't trying to be that dude. But right. Metro, I've known about him. Like, he was in college and I was in college at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like when he was a freshman, I was a freshman. Right. So it was like, dang, like this nigga got songs with Future. A smash, nigga. Man, like I remember I'm like, Metro this came out. Not came. I don't know why I found out about it. Like with Future, yeah. And he just kept on. If you Metro don't trust oh. you, I'm gonna shoot you, nigga. Boom, be fire. And then see, I think that's when he really started cracking. Exactly. But before that, he mm -hmm. had the Young Thug joint. Yeah. Uh, Metro booming, want some more, nigga. 
And that was like, yo, what's right. that shit? Because right. that was really like, uh, you know, one of the first times I knew it like a, oh, shoot, I knew it like a tag was. Yeah. Oh, nigga, when I found out tags, I said, yo, That's lit. I so got to find me one. What is tags? Okay, so a tag okay. is is like a brand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or like a logo. Like, okay. So you get a shirt. You get a Nautica shirt. You see the little joint on the on the stitching. Right. You know that's a Nautica shirt. Mm-hmm. If you get the polo joint, you see the nigga on the horse with the joint in his hand. Right. That's a polo shirt. Okay. So that's the same thing you're doing with a beat with your tag on it. So mm-hmm. you letting everybody know this is your, you know, it's your stamp on the beat. So like, say you might have three niggas on the beat. Right. But if nobody got a tag on it, don't nobody know who made the beat oh, at all. So if okay. you got, but if you got three people who made the beat, you got three separate tags on there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could have a Metro Woman once some more. You could have a Weezy out of here. You could have a, right. uh, and you could have a, um, a Run That Back Turbo. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then so now you know you know exactly who made yeah. the beat. So it's like a drop. Like remember that shit back at DJ motherfucking rails. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's D- like that pretty much. DJ drama. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that so, type of shit. It's like that. So what's your tag, bro? My tag is stay up, Kane. But it's so my name came from the movie uh, Minister Society. Right? Oh, I got you. So I took a part from the movie. Hopefully, I don't, I don't get you know what I'm saying. Flagged on YouTube. You good, bro. <laughs> say what the fuck you want to say. I'll just say it on you because I I put it on my beat. So hopefully I don't say nothing. I, no. it's, it's like less than. Yeah, <laughs> nobody nobody say nothing. But um yeah, so it's apart from the movie where right. he was talking about when he got shot. Yeah. Uh, his friend Old Dog was like, you know, all hysterical or whatever. So he was making yeah. fun of him. He was like, he was like, stay up, King. And so I took that from that, put some effects on it, and right. that's my tag. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, that shit hard. That's lit. I fuck with it. I had been trying to find something from that movie right. to make my tag for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I got to find something. I was going to use, uh, if you remember the movie, in the very beginning after he after his dad had shot the dude over like nothing. Uh, I'm trying to think. What movie is this again? Uh, Minister Society. That. Hold on. You ain't never seen Minister you know, Society, I saw it, bro, but I'm not going to lie to you, man. Dog. I just remember the young nigga, man. He was he was wild, the wild one. I forgot wow. his name. Dang, I don't know, y'all. It was Kane's old dog. Friend. Old dog. G. Old dog was the crazy one. And y'all, I feel terrible for now. I'm gonna slip movie. for you, man. <laughs> he got a drink sort of Rossi for me. My fault, y'all. What's wrong with your man, man? I don't know. I'm behind on the game. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So basically, Minister Society is a story of a dude, yeah. a young dude. Who got a, basically a crackhead mama and a drug dealer right. forefather in L.A. And he basically don't care about school. And he trying to figure out what to do after he graduate. Right. But he get caught up in some bullshit with his friend. Yeah. And then basically it's yeah. him trying to not get caught up from that. I remember that shit. The okay. whole movie. Yeah. Then him getting killed at the end, right? He end up stomping. Damn, nigga. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nigga, it's a classic movie, so I'm sure. If, nigga, if you ain't seen it. I remember the end part. You know what I'm saying? That, right. That's it. Super corny ending, by the way. <laughs> Super corny ending. But... Hey. Maybe be a maybe a uh, a unpopular opinion, but that shit was super corny, bro. Super corny, but still one of my favorite movies, bro. But That's yeah, he basically ended up stomping a nigga out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it ended up coming back to get him. Yeah. Wow. That's some real shit. So that's one of your favorite movies. One of my favorite movies ever, bro. It's up there, paid in full. You know what I mean? The Lion King. You feel me? The Lion King. So all right, I got a thing. What's your most inspiring movie then? Most inspiring movie. 
Yep. One of the movies that I've seen Rossi and probably like, yeah, like the last five years, bro. You ever seen Brooklyn's Finest? Brooklyn's Finest. Now that I haven't seen. Nigga. I'm it's, behind. It's such a good movie, bro, because, okay, so the story is basically it's three separate people, but they're all involved in the same like storyline at the same time. Okay. So one is an undercover cop. One is a just a like everyday like SWAT cop like he do shit all the time and then one is like an old retired cop so and then the, uh so the old retired like about to retire cop right is uh the dude from pretty woman richard gear oh yeah, yeah old yeah. white dude and yeah. then ethan hawk from training day is the other dude he got mm-hmm. a family a whole bunch of kids and he about to have another kid but mm-hmm. he basically broke his fuck because he's a cop in new york okay and then um the black cop is the undercover t- detective so it basically just tells a story from start to finish but it's it's like in simultaneous chapters of each individual's life right bro it's fire bro one of the best like well shot movies i ever seen bro i, I gotta look into these movies y'all yeah definitely that yeah. one though that one i guarantee and it got, so it uh the black cop is um don Cheadle. right and uh it has uh samuel jackson in it who's like his man that came home mm-hmm. and um he basically trying to get Samuel out the game. Right. And, and Sam, like, feel it. Like, oh, he know, shit. like, this nigga probably the feds. Right. But he, like, he cool because he actually is trying to get out. So, bro, it's it's, it's dope. It's man, a dope movie. movie. Sound, that's like a deep movie, Ethan Hawke is tripping. For real? Yes, bro. I'm about to look into this, y'all. The training day nigga is tripping. Oh, you already know. <laughs> see, now I saw training day, y'all. That's one we all did see. <laughs> About time, nigga. You finally got your black card back. Yep. Got it back. Yeah, nigga, you was uh, you was looking like injury reserve for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> My, look, y'all, y'all got to get me hip. That's why I had these podcast sessions so I can get hip to. We are gonna get you together, bro. I appreciate it, bro, man. So about your beats, man, your music, your production, and everything, yeah. man. When was the day that you, you know, discovered producing? I was super trash. Okay, I'm just gonna start with that off the rip. Super trash. I feel like most people are super. No, I'm not even gonna say that because. I know a couple people who's fire off the rip. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I was super trash. So um, my cousin was um, basically rapping and doing production. He was He's only like a couple years older than me. So he was showing me, and this was at 12 years old for me. Mm-hmm. So that's when I very first started uh, producing at 12 years old. So I'm 24 now, so that's 12 years ago. Dog. And Damn. He just showed me. And end up downloading it on my computer. Definitely hacked it. Did not buy it at all. Super wrong. Mm-hmm. That I think now, because it's 2018, bro. Right. Too many ways to get money. We was talking about that before the podcast. Exactly. So, exactly. bro, you got to be able to buy this stuff that you that you want. Because these people put a lot of you know time and effort into it. Yeah. But, so anyway, super trash. Only doing it as a hobby. All because I was hooping. So I was just sports, 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 and then. By the time I got to high school, I'm like, I really rock with this. Like, I, this is what I want to do for sure. Mm-hmm. Listen, because so much music was coming out. Right. And I'm loving it, bro. So I'm like, I have to get in on this. That's what it is. For me, it's not really, like, competition. Like, I'm not really trying to be the best. Right. But, dog, like, I have to get in on this, bro. It's way too fun. Like, the, yeah. the feelings that I feel when I hear good music is what I'm trying to give to people through my music you feel me that's real so that's what i'm working on that's and real. um 
I didn't really start taking it serious until my after my freshman year in, in college. Mm-hmm. So high school was over with. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going. So I ended up going to Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Terrible decision. Should have never went there. Why is they, that? One, they didn't even have what I was looking for, my major. I was trying to do audio engineering. They didn't have it. So I'm like, mm, well, I don't even know why I came here. I basically went there because I got a lot of money to go there. And my my friend had ended up going there. A couple of my friends for, okay, from, okay. from the city yeah. had ended up going there. So I'm like, I'm going to go up there, see what's cracking. It wasn't cracking. Um, best thing happened up there, I got some some ones, some J's. <laughs> that was the best thing for me to happen up there. Yeah. And then, so I ended up transferring because... Uh, originally I had visited Ohio University mm. and I was like yo that's definitely where I'm about to go so I ended up going there transferring after that and then when I got to OU it was like a crazy experience because they had exactly what I was looking for music production mm-hmm. like exactly what I wanted Right. so got into the program took it serious you know what I'm saying recorded some people at the school recorded some people or uh, not even well. Recorded some people at the school. Gave some people at the school beats. Got some people uh, through some through like a summer job. I met uh, an artist named Bobby Biz. Hey, bro. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But <laughs> I just I, I do video shoots at my boy Al Tour's party. Shout out to World Tour. But um, and he uh, I do video shoots right. And every mm-hmm. time I do a video shoot, I'm like, hey, what song do you want to go with this highlight video? And last weekend he's like, yeah, Bobby Biz. Yeah. That's crazy. That nigga, bro, Bob, Biz been going crazy. crazy, bro, for like five, six years, bro. Word. And, Small uh, world. Like a lot of growth with that nigga, man. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with his music, man. Shout out Bobby Biz, man. But um, yeah, so I met him, got hip to his project, and then right. that's kind of where like he was like my introduction into like the Columbus music scene. Yeah, yep, yep. And I'm like, damn, it's a lot of niggas in Columbus just getting it cracking. You know for what real? I'm saying? And then um, it just so happened that one of the biggest producers in Columbus uh, went to OU as well. Mm-hmm. Linked up with him, just got some game from each other. You feel me? Right. And then um, he ended up graduating before me. So, but then when he graduated, he just was just keeping it consistent, bro. He's mm-hmm. still like he one of them producers that like Metro Boomin, right? Didn't, like released like an album yeah. with all the artists on it, but it's his album. Oh, that's he, lit. He, that's what you're doing? Yeah, like he he ain't unnecessarily did it yet, but that gotta be on his list of things. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. hard with it, bro. Like, okay, okay. Super consistent. He know everybody. Um But yeah, bro. Um Yeah. So from there, I just basically um kind of kept working with like a few artists. Yeah. Um the one dude that I was recording the most at OU, his name is uh B Flame. Younger dude mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. Okay. Holding it down. Super, super, super talented. Um, but I end up just moving around a lot. So we ain't really like get to keep the relationship how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like I, f- I saw the potential he had and I wanted to like uh that de- like down there manage him. Mm-hmm. But it just uh it just didn't work out like that. Yeah. But then I end up going to LA like this is probably the most interesting Shout out to part. Cali. Like, probably the most interesting. Oh shit! Part What's up? What happened, bro? Of my story. Mm-hmm. So, I went to Los Angeles in 2015 with uh, a bunch of different students from OU, all in media, all right. in communication. Bunch of writers, you know, people who wanted to write jokes, write scripts, and then 
some people wanted to be producers, like executive producers, and mm. a couple people in fashion. I'm the only nigga there doing music, period. Yeah. Stand Matter of fact, out, I take that back. One other, one other person. One, it was only two black people. Mm-hmm. And then it was only me and another white dude that wanted to do music specifically. Right, right. Some of the other dudes was doing audio, but they was really writers. You know what I'm saying? So it was just me and him that wanted to do music. So I'm like, man, I got basically what you had to do was you go out there for like maybe six or seven weeks or something like that mm-hmm. from August to no, no, not August. It was like summertime. So it was like June to August. basically. Okay. And um, you had to get an internship or two or whatever and um, take a couple classes. Mm-hmm. And we lived in. Um, Dang, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a, a hotel, uh, but it's not a hotel, it's low-key apartments, but like it's hotel though, like it's a, like a business hotel. So like some people live there their whole lives, but some oh. people just fly in so, stay for a couple weeks. It's, it's an interesting It's an extended place. stay hotel type? I guess you could say that, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. It's like low-key a little community, but it was it was a smooth stay. All um, right, right. It was a whole bunch. It was 16 of us, so, you know, real selective, and- I end up getting a um, internship at a place called Ooh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It's gonna come to me, but Go for basically, it. it was a um, a music licensing company. Mm-hmm. Then they did like trailers for movies, so they scored. You know, they did scoring. Right. So basically, they would write the, write the music, or at least pay a writer to write the music, mm-hmm. and they just had a catalog of music that they would sell to movie studios. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was there, they had just sold some stuff for the movie Paddington, which is basically like a, a teddy bear that came to life. Right. Um, and they did a couple other big, big movies. I think they did a Harry Potter uh, and maybe some other stuff. Damn, but bro. You was around all definitely action. Did a, they definitely did a Harry Potter. Yeah. Joint. It was like, damn, like, right. okay. But my job was basically to... Uh, to listen to some of the sounds, like they would have sounds that was just like a crash, like psh. Right. And I basically had to go through this library mm-hmm. and name them and organize them and put the metadata on them. How long did that usually take? Dog, that took a long time, bro. How many hours? Days? It, it, it took, okay, so I would go two or three times a week, mm-hmm. right? And I would be there for maybe six hours. Six hours. So out of the six hours, it probably took me four to just to go through the library right. name them organize them metadata answer a couple calls see that shows y'all man you gotta put in the work to do this shit Dog. like my man spent six hours on this shit man it was trash six hours it was bro. super trash i hated it so how many hours do you spend today on your work like you know when you about to make you know a beat or produce some music whatever how long do you spend a day or a week whatever so <clears throat> per week it's rossi going Okay, so let me just say, I work 10-hour days at work at my job. Grind. So I'm working maybe four or five days a week at the job. So that's at least like, so it's 50 hours actually that I'm getting paid. Okay. But you can add like two hours to each day. So I'm really working like 58, 60 hours a week at a job. Right. So what I'm actually working on music i have to like fit around that schedule mm-hmm. so i release my music on youtube at two thirty 
on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Is that p.m. or a.m.? P.m. Okay. So, like, sometimes I'll get off work mm-hmm. at 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. I get off of work at my job, and then I'll come home, and then I'll either make a whole new beat. Like, this morning, I made a whole new beat when I got home, and that's the beat that I released today. Right. So I made a whole new joint, mixed it, arranged it, probably took me an hour and a half. And then I had to find visuals. So then I went to the gym at 5.30. No sleep then, sound like. Dog, it's trash. No sleep. But like I, I mean, okay, you got to do it, though. You like, got to do it. I feel it. I understand. And um, I'm saying that, but I have this struggle every day. You feel me? Like, right. Because you be tired, bro. After 10 hours of work, like, and then you sometimes you do it back to back. You do it a Thursday and a Friday, yep. back to back. Whoop. Yep. But then I'm going to the gym now, too. So I'm working out at work. And then after work at 3.30, I go to the gym at, like, 5. And then I'm doing, like, basketball workouts. Just trying to. Just trying to. Are you trying to get fit? Yeah. You're trying bro. to get fit for the summer already? Bro, that's when you're supposed <laughs> to start. Bro, in the winter. Exactly, bro. But, yeah, bro. So um, a week. I'm probably spending like 12 to 20 hours on music. Mm-hmm. And that's just music. Like, that's not like making up, like coming up with ideas to right. how do I market this? Because most of the time I'm like doing it at work, like on my break. Those ideas take time, man. Like the strategy yeah. moments you need, like yeah, a while bro. for that low key. Yeah, bro. Like sometimes I, I'll be on a beat for weeks. Right. Like. It's not ready, but I know the idea I had at the time, it was like, it was hard. But it's still some beats I go back to today. Like, oh, what was that? Nigga, this is hard. I need to finish this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, L.A. Back to L.A. <laughs> uh, so I had that internship, and then, right. nigga, by the grace of God, nigga, I mm. found another one. Right? Where's so the other I'm, one that? So I'm... Um, Hey, was this in L.A., the, the second still, one? Still in Los Angeles. Sound. This is How in, long was you out in L.A. Is, for, bro? This is, I was in L.A. from June to December. June to December. I was only supposed to be there from June to August. Bro, why the fuck didn't you stay out there, man? I don't know. Man, what? No, I know. I I'm know trying exactly to get to California. That's what I'm trying to get to, bro. All right, all right I'm going to get there. All right, go ahead, bro. All right, so uh, where was that? Oh, oh, sitting on the couch, bro. Okay. In the little apartment joint. I'm chilling. I'm doing something that doesn't matter mm-hmm. and then my man texts me um that i went to sc- high school with he texts me like yo did you see that ali is looking for engineers mm-hmm. i said nigga send me the send me the tweet right send me the tweet mixed by ali puts up looking for engineers send resumes Nigga, you know how quick I sent that I, resume? I bet. Nigga, I sent that resume in less than two minutes. For real? Nigga, I typed that, <laughs> load the resume, wipe the bam. I sent the message before the shit, <laughs> before the resume so was done attaching, nigga. And then, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I, I so you had to send the message before the resume, and the resume came right afterwards. Nigga. Like, boom, boom. As soon as that shit loaded up, it sent. Damn. So. Okay. If you don't know who Mixed by Ali is, it's uh, Derek Ali, mix engineer, mm-hmm. who is Top Dog Entertainment. He was their DJ, and then he became, well, so he's always been their, like, engineer. Right. Their recording engineer and their mixing engineer. This nigga has won so many awards since, like, since, like, um, since Kendrick dropped 
the first album, Matt, Kid, Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. I think he won an award for that. He won an award for To Pimp a Butterfly. I think he won an award for Damn. Like, he's won an award for Schoolboy shit, for Scissor shit. Oh, so he worked. This nigga everybody then. Fire, bro. He, yeah. he, um, he mixes. He mixed Nipsey Hussle's album, mm-hmm. Victory Lap. He mixed YG's album. He didn't mix. He didn't mix everybody album, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's legit, bro. So this is the person that what you connected with? I mean, I met him, yes. Yeah. Um, and I interned for him. So so after I sent the resume, the next day I got an email about uh, like a group interview in okay. Manhattan Beach. You ever been to Manhattan Beach, my G? Um, no, I went to Venice. I ain't go to Manhattan, nigga. Think. Nope, didn't go to Manhattan. Manhattan Beach is probably one of the most beautiful things I ever seen. Was out of LA? Yeah, I'm checking it out. So there's LAX, and then five minutes if you go like maybe east, it's Manhattan Beach. I'm probably totally wrong about the direction. It's cool. Be, I'm gonna check it out, bro. <laughs> but Manhattan Beach is super close to LAX, and okay. you couldn't fucking tell, bro, by the but the just sheer beauty of the city, bro. Like. It's not even a city. It's like a little area, bro. It's right. beautiful, bro. That's lit. The sand was hot. So you want to move to LA, California? Absolutely, man. That's why I'm on. I'm getting myself. Like I'm two uh, years, I'm man. moving. I'm moving there like, like probably like March, April. Oh, you plan on doing it? What this upcoming year? Yeah. Ooh. That's I'm be cool. broke. I'm be. I'm be so broke. Too. Bro, <laughs> it, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome. a grind. Yeah, it's gonna be lit because people think you can just move to LA and. Hey, I got it made already. No, you got to go out there and kind of restart low key your grind. You know, get to know people, network, build your brand in a whole other state. It's fun. I love that shit. Which is so fun because it's it's nothing like this, bro. We oh, too comfortable man. here. No, too, you know, I love you Toledo and Cleveland, but nah, nigga, you don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> no, like your city. Shit. I'm sorry. I, I love y'all, but you know, hey, <laughs> shit. it's good to grow in different areas. You feel me? Definitely right. where more money at, bro. Let's be real. Like you said earlier, man, it's so easy to make money. And monetize shit. Yeah. But, hey, nigga, you got the word together. Yeah, oh, I, earlier I was fucking up, y'all. I don't know what I was saying. You know, I'll be. And that nigga said monetization. Monetization. Oh, fry, man. Well, shit. That's a pause moment because he right, y'all. I was fucking up. Oh, I can't. I can't say it now. See, all right, you know what? I, I, I should just let you. I should just let you eat. Should just let you in on that one. Yeah, fuck it. It's it's all right, man. We on to the next question, man. <laughs> all right, man. So what you're doing now is something that you always want to do when you was younger. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was younger. I thought I wanted to go to the NBA when I was younger. For no, are you serious? I mean, nigga. Th- all right, when do who you don't give think up? that? I mean, nigga, we all did, but saying? when did you give up on that? Not give up or realize like I ain't going to. NBA. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you when I gave up. Okay. Uh, on the the dream of going to the NBA. Okay. I gave up when I was starting, uh, and then I wasn't. Okay. I was like, oh yeah, I see what this is. I'm just, I'm there's no way I'm gonna get a look. There's right. no way I'm gonna get the experience of playing. Fuck okay. it. I went to St. Francis uh, de Sales. Oh, that's so right. By mad, mad niggas is going to judge me for that. What's but wrong with that? Just because it's a white people's school. Who gives a fuck? I don't. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Different environments. I'm a grown ass man. Exactly. Nigga. Like, I don't care, bro. Exactly. Like, it was high school. It was all boys, nigga. You oh, know, that's all boys school? I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. Niggas, I bet you niggas don't give other niggas shit about it. Yeah. That like went to like St. John's niggas don't give niggas. I went Them to a private shit. high school too, uh, back in Cleveland. Yeah, bro. Lutheran High School actually. 
That's trash. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Catholic is super. But it was like a cult in that bitch. Like it was crazy. Like because no, you're right. So you're right. we had to go to mass, which was nuts. I'm like, why oh, yeah, do we I do have call to it go? mass? That's yeah, so wet. No, no, there's no y'all, nigga. <laughs> right. so <laughs> That's what, what they what call. What do you call it? Nigga, I call it church. You said church. So oh, y'all go, go to church every Wednesday. I don't know what oh, days okay. was going. I it was like special, shit. special days and and uh, Ash Wednesdays and shit like you know, the, you know so, the shit that they celebrate. So how did that play a part in your life though, man? Going to a Catholic school, you know, different type of religion, period or whatever. I ain't trying to get into that topic, but I really, I um. It played a part of my life as far as like trying to understand people that I never really interacted with. Right. Because then I went to OU and I was comfortable. Oh yeah. Campus yeah. full of white people. Mm-hmm. So had I not gone to St. Francis, I probably would have been culture shocked at in college, which wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. I had four years to figure out who these people was and make friends and get over myself Mm -hmm. and uh basically like grow up and then once i figured out who they were a little bit of who i was then i went to ou which like i said campus full of uh, pale people yeah yeah so i was much more comfortable Um, same same you know so that's that's probably the extent of uh positivity that i got from going to that school no seriously man and obviously there's a couple black people that i as friends that I made there yeah so. it's good to adapt to different crowds man like um, I went from a shit a school like a Lutheran school to a public school you know what I mean I'm glad I went to a public school because it's a little more diverse you know I went to a Lutheran school it was majority black yeah you know and that's wild low key that is kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. Lutheran yeah nuts. I went to yeah, I a Lutheran school is. is majority black and I went to a public school my um, junior year and senior year of high school bro it's the greatest thing ever because I got around different people, you know, white people, um, Asians, uh, mm-hmm. Middle Eastern, just different people, period. And it really helped me expand. So then, like you said, when I did go off to college, yeah. I was I was in culture shock. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, why you know, are those Asian people wearing such high heel shoes? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you feel me? worried about it. I adapted very well. And I can relate to that, like, on the same level, bro. Yeah. So, how was your journey at OU? You graduated from there, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. was your journey there, man? Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Ah, it was definitely when I look back, I'm like, yo, that was a great time, because uh, I really, really, I started to like really see how intelligent I could be. Right. Like I was challenged. You know what I'm saying? How was that? Because I was like, at first, I'm like, damn. Because when I was at Eastern, my grades were trash, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to be there, but then so like if I had stayed there four years, I would have been a bad student. I would have been like I would have graduated and not had anywhere to go. Right. But since I went to OU, bro, it's it's so many opportunities there because that was I learned what study abroad was there. I actually studied abroad. Like it's yeah, not like you didn't study just, abroad. Yeah, bro. And then um, some a lot of my friends also studied abroad, but they went to like Cambodia. Wait a like, minute, where do you go? I went to LA. That was so my study that's abroad. Your LA. That's lit, bro. Yeah. So, but that was the programs, like right, nigga. Like they got, we got programs uh, where students can go to South by Southwest. Yeah. Uh, to the Ohio in LA is what it's called, or summer in LA. Well, now shit is summer, spring, and fall in LA now. So, um, shout out to uh, Professor Roger Cooper. For turn up, turn up. up. Uh, Cause he was just super tall, 
Yeah. Just loving white dude. And he set that program up, bro. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have went to L.A. So did those count as college credits or how did that work? Okay. Hell yeah. So college credits. instead of you being like actually in class, you was pretty much gaining more so experiences. Word and connections. Yeah. I like that shit. That's good. Yeah, yeah, That's good. Yeah. So I did that. Um, But yeah, bro, that's where I was just like exposed to the world, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's way more than just the city, bro. Mm-hmm. It's way more than your state. Like, it's niggas that live like travel. Yeah, they like there are people in Thailand. Oh, nigga, you ever, you ever thought about going to Thailand, dog? When you just, I'm just, about to document this moment. My fault, bro. Listen, it's crazy. I I just was two days ago telling somebody I'm about to go book a trip and go to Thailand. Just go out there no for way. long as I want to. And it's crazy you said that. I got to document this fucking moment. Yes. Dog. I'm going to Thailand, bro. Go to Thailand. Go on. I, I actually had a friend that was, uh, is it, what is it? Uh, I don't know what the, like, the name of a person from Thailand is. Yeah, yeah. He was from Thailand. Right, right. And uh, so, I guess I got to go back to LA again. Mm-hmm. So, I went, I got the internship, met uh, a bunch of people that was going to be on the internship team. The first time we went, like, to the studio, nigga, it was a room with no walls in it. And he was, it was, like, at the point, like, this is where we gonna be. Hold like, on, and hold Ali on. came in. Can you rephrase everything you said? You went to a studio with mm-hmm. a room with no walls in. And there was nothing So, was it just a big-ass open center? Or? It was, no, no. So, let me, let me rephrase. Yeah. So, we went into this building. Okay. In Hollywood. And then there was like a little corridor off to the left we had that nigga had opened it up with the key walk back it's a hallway turn right it's two doors one on the right one on the left so the one on the left is like a chill area you feel me and then but the one on the right which is the first door is where the studio is going to be okay but when you open the door there was nothing in that bitch mm. like it was just like plaster and like four or four or four or five walls you damn. feel me so we like damn what, what what's going on nigga, we, thought we, studio. Going, we thought fun. we was going to the studio exactly nigga. but when we walked in there the point of it was like this is what we about to build you feel me exactly and he was telling us that he wanted us to be a part of something that was going to be built from the ground up you feel me mm-hmm. and i'm like nigga this is exactly who i thought you was <laughs> you exactly. feel me yeah and um so i was impressed by that and um the nigga's like six four, six five. Right. He used to play football. He got curly hair. You don't know where he's from. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he was he's a cool ass dude. And then so it was him, it was uh Ali, mm-hmm. Ricky Riera, who made uh he made Mad City off right. of Good Kid Mad City. Right. He made that beat. And um so it was those two and uh Brock Marciano, or it might be Brocky Marciano on Instagram. He's like a like an A and R kind of dude, super trippy, cool as fuck, always high. Uh, and Living that good and life. it was just super cool, bro. And right, they just right. set this thing up. So when I was in the studio, I met Isaiah Rashad for the first time. I don't know if you know who he is. You definitely don't because you didn't get excited when I said his name. Sorry, <laughs> but you you can let me know who he is, bro. Isaiah Rashad. He's from Tennessee, Chattanooga, Tennessee. They signed him when they signed Scissor. Oh, so they signed okay, him like okay. at this, around right around the same time, right, 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 which was in like 2013, like 2012, 2013, 2014 in there, and um, he's really good, mm-hmm. like really good. He makes like such a chill type of music, bro. But it's like kind of it's like the lo-fi music. 
it's like I low, with low it's like lo-fi hip-hop yeah it's, it's a mixture of that shit but it's yeah who is this person it's like outcast yeah lo-fi outcast lo-fi yeah you know what I gotta hear this shit. Isaiah Rashad. Cause I fuck with Lo-Fi and he also said Outcast. You talking about Outcast, Outcast? We talking about Outcast, Outcast. Outcast. Like if he was like the little cousin of Outcast. Oh, I gotta check him out. Yeah. 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 yeah that nigga's dope, bro. So I met him. He yeah. was super fried. Yep. He definitely fell asleep in the studio. That yep. shit was cool. Cause I got to talk to his engineer and his producer. Um, chopped it up. Definitely should have got the information. Didn't because right. I was new to it. Didn't really know what networking is or how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I dropped the ball on that. Okay. Definitely dropped the ball. But you live and you learn. You feel me? Um. Then. <sighs> then. Uh oh. He did the laugh. Then a few weeks later, I met SZA. Oh, you met SZA, nigga. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you got to tell us all the details about that Duh. experience. She she crying over here, y'all. No, SZA. I met her. Okay, so this, at the time that I was there and I met SZA, okay. she was working with Rihanna um, for Rihanna's album, the, the only album that she gave us in the last five years. Because right. she's fucking tripping. I don't know what she's she doing. doing. Her makeup thing right now, nigga. I guess that's bringing more money than the music. How can I join her little hive, nigga? If she's not putting out no music, she getting money somehow. She tripping. Is yeah. what she doing? She gonna come out. Okay, so she was working on that. Uh, and actually, she had like talked about a time where they had went to the mansion. They was like, "Oh, you going to the man?" Not me. They weren't talking to me. Right. But they was like, "Y'all going to the mansion?" And I, I was like, what mansion they talking about? She was talking about the Rihanna mansion yeah. where everybody was kicking it. So her and Isaiah Rashad and uh and uh Punch. Punch is like the co president of T D. Okay. I met Punch too, which was fucking crazy, bro. It it was crazy to be in the room with these people I idolized like when I really first start knowing what music was for myself. Right. Because it was for me it was it was my big three or whatever is T D E, which was you know, Kendrick Schoolboy, Absol, mm. J Rock. But more so Kendrick. Okay. So Kendrick, Drake, Big Sean was like the people that Big Sean's my and favorite J. Cole. artist. Let me right now, let bro. me stop tripping and, and put J. Cole in there first. Yeah, you yeah, m- most uh, definitely. Go because, ahead. Because so I found Drake with like uh the Drake and Trey Songs joint. Yeah. The replacement girl. Not not successful, replacement girl. That's like 2007. Yeah, I, I was thinking back, like, oh, this was a while ago. Okay. Fam. This yep. was when he did uh, the Closer remix, like yeah, the freestyle yeah. for Closer. Yep. So I found Drake. Then I found J. Cole. Then niggas hit me on the head with Kendrick. And I said, yo, these niggas right here? Mm-hmm. These is the niggas. Then Big Sean came out on the Finally Famous. Man. I said, yo, these. <laughs> Dark Sky Paradise, on? my top album for Big Sean, man. Yo, that's his best, that's his best joint. Man, I yeah, felt it. For but yeah, sure. definitely, bro. So, you know. So so that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at these niggas who built the thing that I right. love. You feel me? Never met Kendrick in person. Because okay. if that would have happened, I'd have passed you the fuck what? out. You know what? He came up here back in 2013, 12. Don't call me on that. But one of those years before he became big and did a, a little concert at UT upstairs Word? in Rocky's Attic. And Rocky's Attic probably only hold a good 100 mm. people. Nigga. And that's crazy. Two years later, he blew up. Now a nigga out here... Winning Grammys and shit. I would have lost my mind. I just recently, yeah. uh, I just recently saw him in the summer, mm. uh, on the championship tour in oh, Michigan. Yeah, at the uh, DTE, the Energy Theater or some shit. It's outside. Right. 
It's an amphitheater. I saw them, bro. Me and this uh, <laughs> me and this girl next to me, bro. Right. We was singing the songs word for word, nigga. We sharing verses and shit, nigga. Y'all, you take that part, I take this part, nigga. Right. That shit was so fun, bro. And uh, and every everybody that they signed at TDE like are some of my favorite artists. Right. They signed Sir, uh, R and B artist, mm-hmm. super dope. Um, they signed SZA, love SZA. Isaiah Rashad, fuck with that nigga. Super fried, still fuck with him though. Yep, yep, yep. Schoolboy, randomly became school a fucking world tour type artist. You I was what? not it, expecting it, that, but he was he that album was fire. Hey, yeah, he did. We had to do man, it hit crazy. Bro. I mean, then he got he also got signed by Interscope. They took that nigga around the world, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. You feel me? That's when he got international, man. Big time. fire. Yep. Um, and he got really good at rapping too. Like he wasn't that good at rapping. But Absol is a rapper's rapper. J Rock finally put out the album we've been like really waiting on. You know what? He yeah, put it man. out yet? Yeah. yeah How yeah, is yeah. it? How is it? That shit's good. I'm curious about that J Rock guy. Man. I hear I heard two, three songs. I liked them. I didn't know he had an album out. Yeah. Gotta uh gotta get hip to it. That's my nigga. Um he's the oldest one in TDE. So How old is J Rock? I don't know. I don't really want to know because I feel like if I learn you know how old he is, then I'm be like off that nigga. You know, I got a question for you. So you uh, work with a lot of artists, everything, right? Sure. Okay, so let's say if somebody is you know determined to become a big time artist, right? Mm-hmm. And they 31 years, 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can make it? Or are they trash? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's for the world to me. That's the question though, because you're right though, Jeezy didn't really crack till he was 30. Okay. Because a lot of people say when you hit 30, 33 plus 50 was up, you like, know? you know what I mean? 50 was 50 like. 50 was in his 20s. Huh? Was he in his 20s when what? he, when when he, he came started out? rapping? Okay, when he, okay. Yeah. When, he, when did he hit though? 50 was like damn near 30 or if, if not 30 when he started rapping. Okay, probably so. You feel me? So, probably so. Which is why he got old so quick because oh, he was old. That's he was, true. He was old. He was an old nigga, but, you know. <laughs> but I still fuck with Fifty. Like okay, his, okay. his second album is his best album to me. A lot of niggas fight me and What's say it's his, his first album. One. The name of the second album is The Massacre. Okay, that I got, like, that I like got, the first uh, one better than Massacre. I ain't gonna lie. That one got uh the second album got a uh, bitch get in my car, nigga. That shit is. Yeah, and that then was. he got Rod, uh, or is it is it Hustlers music or is it Rodden music? I think it's Rodden music. Say, I don't know, bro. I just know the first is, album. 50s fire. But that, my, my point is that okay. old niggas can make it, bro. They can make it? Yeah. I believe they can too, man. That's just a big question a lot of people are talking about, man. Because I know as we get older in age, and it's a lot of people out here that do want to be artists, and I respect that shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But it's like, when is the point, when is the time to say just fuck it? The time to say fuck it is uh, when you're serious. Okay. Because I, I can be serious for you all day. Right. I can I can think you're the one. Mm-hmm. I can think you, nigga, you can crack. I can think that. But if you don't think that and you're not ready to, uh, you know, put okay. that work in and, right. and dedicate yourself to it, nigga, give yourself six months. What if a nigga 40 years old? <laughs> a, nigga 40, a nigga 40, I'm going to tell him to do something else in music. <laughs> okay, like if what? A nigga, if what? a nigga 40, I'm going to tell him to find the talent. Okay. If a nigga 40, I'm going to tell him to start the label. To be the businessman pretty much. Yeah. See, that's why I do. I don't want to rap at all, but I want to be the businessman of this shit. You know, but I don't. Studio. Okay. I mean, I don't want to rap. Niggas yeah. tell me I could probably rap. So can you? I mean, I could rap. So why won't you try? You're only 24, man. I don't want to rap. You you don't want to rap. So what you that's do? That's the both. thing. 
I'm, but I don't want to rap. Want to be featured? Because the thing is, if I start rapping, and now uh-huh. I have to hone in on the craft of rapping. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah. I don't want to be a rapper, though. I agree. You know, I've never wanted to be the rapper. I've always wanted to be the nigga that is on the, like, got everybody in the room, like, damn, this shit slapped. Like, exactly. So I'm always the nigga on the ox. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Right. I'm always the nigga at the party, like, nah, nah, play this. You feel me? Exactly. I'm that dude because I love to watch like, okay, all right, in about 15 seconds, this uh-huh. other song is going to come on and these niggas is going to be like, oh. So you're thought about DJing? I have thought about DJing. Okay. Cause I say that sound like a DJ also, bro. I ain't never DJ. Not like officially. like Not like I don't I mean, have like ones and twos. You plan on like get that. into it a little bit? No. I feel like you thought about it. I feel like the time for me to do that would have been in college. Where I had it's more access, I agree. To, I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to get out there when you're in college. I started DJing for a hot second. Yeah, and you know, at least I tried it. I ain't really fuck I, with it. I I ain't do it. Like okay, before like we actually had a DJ right, to right. do our parties. Nigga, sometimes we just got on the ox and just do a playlist Man, because exactly. it'll go it'll go from a kick it to a party like out of nowhere Real or quick. some shit. So that's that's what I was really doing, and then. Um, but I've just always been that dude. I've always been a dude that can, you know, the niggas on the lunch table with mm-hmm. the pen, with the pencils and pens, nigga, going crazy. Hey, yeah. I was always that nigga. Niggas doing the grinding beat. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Low-key was freestyling at the lunch table. This is like sixth grade. What, what so year you graduate high school? 2012. 2012? I'm 2011. Okay, I was about to say, it's like we from the same type era. Man. Yeah, nigga. We are, though. Yeah, we, we are. We definitely are. Shit. So, um, but yeah. I don't know. So that's basically me. I'm a. I'm really trying to venture off into more of the business side. Yeah. But still do the creative stuff. So like, I want to have like a creative, um, like empire. Yeah. But also control all the back end as well, which is complicated. So, overall, bro. To break it down, what's your goal with everything, though, man? Like, uh, cause I see you making, you producing everything. Like, you trying to be the entrepreneur or be your own brand. You know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to build exactly? Goal long term, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah, J Cole That's said. Smart. That's smart. J Cole said if um, J Cole said if they don't know your dreams and they can't shoot them down, right? Yep. So. I keep a lot of my stuff close to the chest, mm-hmm. but I, I I'll tell you. I'll, go I'll ahead, let bro. You in. This is yeah. Go ahead, man. So the long term goal is to basically set up like a community center in which children and younger adults can learn um, media. Uh, what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. podcasting, audio editing, video yeah, editing, teach photography, yeah, music production, um, music publishing, music licensing. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that goes into what you see every day, right? So, that's my overall goal. Um, and it would be independently funded. Yeah. So no, when you say no, no state funding, okay, okay, because okay, the, okay. no state funding means mm-hmm. no state control. Yeah. As far as yep. what we're teaching, how yep. we're teaching it, and with what we're teaching it, you feel me? Yeah. Um, and who's teaching it even? So you know what I'm saying because when you when you're like a state licensed teacher, you have to teach what they want you to teach most mm-hmm. of the time. So that's why Smart. independently funded. Smart. But in order for me to fund it, I have to have this music empire and this intellectual property that is monetized and bringing in capital for me. 
mm-hmm. for me and for others. So right now I got like I got like three songs out there. You know what I'm saying? Collecting royalties. Hey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to me, nigga, three songs collecting royalties is three songs collecting royalties. Exactly. You feel me? To show you to at least collect royalties, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that that's my point. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to get across. So in order to get to the long term goal, I gotta start now and start doing these small things. So like right. three songs on streaming is only gonna get me like a couple dollars. Every like couple months or right. whenever the um, whenever the payouts are, mm-hmm. because they're not hits. So until I get a hit or a, a placement on a hit, I'm not gonna see fi- like financial gain that's significant. So you waiting for that moment, not waiting for you striving towards that moment. Or mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a thousand songs mm-hmm. out there, okay, that are collecting royalties that will bring me back significant gain. That's what I plan on doing, man. You feel me? Because it's either. You know, I think Ray J said it because for some fucking reason, Ray J is a legend. <laughs> like for some re- somehow, some way, bro, well, Ray, Ray why, J why is, is a legend, my nigga. He is still a millionaire somehow. You know he is. He though. hasn't made a song in forever. Yeah. But this nigga said he said I think he like made some scooters, bro. He right. just like paid to have some scooters made or some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And he sold them for like a lot of money. But he only made a few of them. He was yeah. like, I'm just going to sell a, a couple of them for a lot. Yeah. So you need to sell something for a lot. Like, you can get one pair of J's and sell them for 500 Or you can get 12 pair of J's and sell all of them for 500 Okay. Either way, you got 500 Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can, you, that's, that's the way I'm looking at it with music. Like, right now, my goal is to make as many songs as I can. Okay. Make as many beats as I can. Get them to as many people as I can. On one hand... Um, like wary because niggas always stealing beats and not getting credit. Always. So <laughs> it's like, but if you tag it, you can still get on. Yeah, you can because I do vlogs. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm using people on uh, YouTube. I use them. I ain't gonna lie. But anywhere it goes, I won't get paid for it because it, it's a tag. You're right. It's that tag in it. And also, when I use the beat, it comes up on my YouTube. Like, hey, this is not your beat. This is yep, somebody else's yep, beat. Yep, yep. So Nigga, I uploaded my own beat and they did yeah. that to me. Really? I was like, dog, no, hell no. So I just Man. all I had to do was like uh uh contest it or whatever. Yeah, and they, and they, they took it right that. off. But But that's good. You are yeah. thinking from that type of way though, man. You already making bread from it. So you pretty much trying to say the more content, so that's where I use for my stuff, the uh more beats and everything you put out there, it, you feel like it's gonna reach to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. gonna keep spreading different people and everything. Yeah. So like Right now, where I'm at is I'm just trying to get more people to hear my music. Right. Because on one hand, it's like I'm not about to wait around all day for an artist to find me. Yeah. Or a manager to find me or a label to find me or like a publisher to give me a publisher. Yeah, man. I'm not waiting waiting forever. Shit. You got to go get it. I'm not doing that. I'm not waiting and I'm not I'm not even searching for it. I'm not even like about to go try to get that. Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody else to give me nothing i'd rather build my own thing you nigga cash money records built itself no limit records built itself tde built itself so that's what i'm trying to do you feel me shout out to nipsey hustle because that nigga got a lot of game in his music i hear a lot about nipsey hustle actually i heard about him more in the business world than his music world telling you and i respect it that nigga's for real yep 
He's for Definitely. real with it, bro. And um, that's kind of what I'm trying to do, bro. Something like that. Mm-hmm. He said uh, he described them as like islands, like uh, like you know uh, TDE, yeah, no limits, etc. Those are like islands, yeah. But they they got connections with other shit. Exactly. Like TDE got connections with Interscope and uh, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. And but like it's still its own thing. Rock Nation is like low key island. And then under that island even is Dreamville, which is an island now. Oh, I see you what feel you're me? saying. I so, saying. but Rock Nation is obviously under Rockefeller. It, exactly. But Rock Nation now is its own island. Got their own artists. Exactly. So that's what I'm kind of trying to do. So you trying to, I know you trying to, you trying to build your own islands, what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I respect it. I feel like that's definitely the wave right now, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to build this island, man. We just got to stick to it, y'all. Yeah. I'm, 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 fuck with that. Like, it's a lot of talent. A lot of people think they hard, mm-hmm. but they don't really get good until a white weighs down the line. Yeah. Just yeah. through working with different people. It take you know time, what I'm saying? Man. And I think I'm a good person to one, critique people. Right. Because I just, I just have an ear. I've been listening to music forever, bro. Mm-hmm. But not everybody listens the same. Like, just because you listen to music, don't mean that you're like, uh, and, quote unquote expert in it which yeah. i'm not saying i am right but i'm just saying that i also make music you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i make music i listen to music uh prolifically bro so i know that when somebody is a rapper or a singer what they need to work on mm-hmm. because i know how i would if if i'm making a beat and something ain't working i would change it right so I, I just feel like I know what areas to push somebody into to get them to um, basically be more creative or tap into a different creative space. You feel me? Yeah. And, and just be better. Um, and I've, I've done it with a few people because, like, um, I've had my own sessions and then I've also been, like, sitting in on sessions. Right. And I know when something's trash. And I know when something is really, really good. So do you find you help enhance artists? That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. I'm trying to enhance, enhance artists. Them. Yeah. And not, I'm really not trying to like make money off the back of nobody. I'm right. really not trying to do that. But if I feel like if I helped you, why shouldn't I be able to take a 10%? Yeah. And that's like standard. Like 10%. Like if you have a manager, a manager is going to get 10%. 10%, 15%. Yeah. You got to break the bread if that's you want to get a hands. That's just what it Simple is. Simple as that. But what it is really is a, um, uh, shoot, you know, uh, it makes somebody need what? to do something. Okay. What, what's the word? Uh, shoot, it's right there I on the I can't think of nothing right now, y'all. Oh, but an incentive, an incentive. Okay. That's a good word. It's incentive okay. for the manager to make you as much money as possible so that they can even get some money. Yeah. So, so it would be the same deal, bro. I basically, what I'm trying to do, set up a publishing company, which I have the publishing, like I have a publishing company. Right. I have, I want to set up a record label. But like, who am I? I don't have any funds. A record label is basically a bank. A yeah. publishing company is like, they exploit your music. And exploit, in this sense, is a good term because... If you're mu- so, if you just got music that's not exploited, you're not making on. any money. Let me go back if I get lost in this. So okay. you say you want to start a publishing company. Right? Publishing company, yes. Now break that down to me exactly. What would that like? What is what is, that? What is publishing go in ahead. music? So in yeah. you know in in 
as far as if you're a writer. I think, I think you my get books. your book yeah. published. Okay. But who's doing that for music? So people come to you to finalize their music? No. Or for you to, to stri- uh, put it out there? No. So more like put it out there. Okay. So let's see if I can put it as simply as I can. So you go to the studio, you you get a beat, you rap over the song. Okay. You rap over the beat, you make a song, you get it bounced. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, you got the full song done. So now <clears throat> you have intellectual property. Okay. You have two parts. You got what you wrote, you know, what you what you said, um, and then you got the tangible sound of mm-hmm. what was recorded. Right. So you got the beat as far as the arrangement of the beat, the composition. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you took the beat and just made it notes, you got that. Like that would be the uh, the publishing part. Right. Of it. Right. So the publishing part is the lyrics and the notation or the composition of the music. And then you got the the sound, the actual recording of the sound. So that's two different things. Mm-hmm. So the sound would be the what people talk about masters. And then the uh what you said, the lyrics and right. the composition, that is um that's the publishing part of it. Oh, I get you. Okay. Okay. So publishing is ownership. So basically Somebody wants to use a commercial, they got to find the publishers mm-hmm. because they have to have the publisher's permission to use that. So, say they only want to use the music. There's two publishers. There's automatically always two publishers. Mm-hmm. Person who made the beat, okay. person who rapped. Okay. Most times you got to find both publishers. Just to save two independent people. You yeah. got to find both publishers. So you'll be one for the beats, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So you got you to gotta get their permission. It can either, yeah, I can say it's free. You can do it for free. Or I can say I need a thousand for depending on how long it is. Right, right. So you got to find both publishers. And basically, that's what it is. That's what a publisher is. Hmm. So like when people want to use Michael Jackson's songs, they got to go find the publisher and get their permission. So at oh, one time it okay. would have been you got to contact Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's dead now. So now you got to contact EMI or Sony yeah. or whatever it is. So since Sony is so big, they as a publishing company, they can do more because they have so many writers and like songwriters yeah. and then um act like producers. Um so now they can link say you're a producer and you mm-hmm. get a publishing deal with a Sony. Right. Now you can set it up to where they put you in a room with other artists, other songwriters, other uh, producers, and you have opportunities to get placements, one, and, you know, basically make your own music if you so choose. Right. You feel me? So that would be like a perk as a producer to get a publishing deal. But also people get into publishing deals where they get like exploited and taken advantage of to where you get a big advance. A big advance is relative. Yeah. Like you can get like fifteen thousand, nigga. But you gotta, Damn. you gotta make twelve songs exactly. to recoup. Damn, you know the industry pretty much, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, just you just studied the industry, man. Off listening and studying and reading, bro. Oh, you there, man? I, I'm. You there? I'm. There. I'm trying to get there, man. Bro. You better claim it, man. I know you try to be humble, but you there for real. Listen, no shade towards anybody, but a lot of people they know, you know, of course, to be making up. They put in the work to do it. Don't get you wrong. Yeah. But they don't know the industry. Right, right, right. And if you don't know that industry, it, you gonna get on there. It's, it's gonna go one of two ways. 
You gonna go in there? They gonna screw you over? Yeah, cause cause you got all the music. <laughs> exactly. But they got the knowledge. Exactly. Or, I mean, you can go in there, and get lucky, and find a way. But <laughs> I like that you know that shit, bro. Yeah. The way he just broke that shit down, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, man, so, I, I I studied this. Bro. Yeah. So you know, you studied this all in school. Your free time uh, experience, like, how? What's your best teacher right now, man? So school. Bro, when I okay, so when I was in class, there was literally one class, like my last music class that I took. Right. Not music, but like music industry class that I took. It's called publishing and licensing. Yeah. I was in the front row of that motherfucker. I was I was trying to figure out everything. Right. There, because I'm like, this is where the money is at. Exactly. Like when you introduce the classes, this is where money is made in music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm. <laughs> Nigga, I've been trying to figure this out for 12 years, nigga. Yeah. So you, you know took advantage of the shit, the moments, man, opportunities. Yeah. And then I mean. You hear about these niggas with whack deals. For example, not even whack deals. You know, whack deals. Name uh, a whack deal. I think I know you're about to say. So, Black Chat is one of the uh, okay, other podcasts I was telling you mm-hmm. about. And uh, um, that's by Ill Mind and a couple other people. But they have, like, people on, right. producers and uh, songwriters. And, um, and and they had this one dude on there, Lamont Graves, mm-hmm. who does, like, music consultations. Like, basically, like, publishing. He helps people on the legal side. Right. And he was talking about the publishing deal thing. And that's how I'm learning, bro. You got to mm-hmm. be in the industry that you're trying to get into. Like, yeah. So, he, you know, he was telling telling you about basically bad publishing deals, good publishing deals. Right. And what's the next thing? So the next thing for me um, is an instrumental album. Okay. But it's the next thing. For producers, so just an album, all, all your instrumentals, or just like, your beats. Okay. Like you said, you like lo-fi. Yeah. Oh, you just do a lo. Hey, that hit. That's what I'm saying. I listen to that shit every day, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're, because people, K Trinata. Mm-hmm. You know K Trinata? Nope. Inform. You ever heard of Selection? Nope. Damn, nigga, where do you be at? I don't know shit about this world. Okay. That's why I got this so you can inform me. So Selection is like a collective of music artists, basically okay. whether that's DJing. Uh, producing, yeah. rapping, singing. Right, so right, right. That's, they're a collective of those kind of people. And um, the first time I heard of them was K Trinata. I don't even know if K Trinata is in selection, but somehow they got affiliated. Yeah. So um, K Trinata is a crazy producer. He got uh, a couple songs with, I think, Anderson Pack. Um, so I'm like, damn, this nigga's great. And mm-hmm. he makes, he makes like the lo fi, like, uh, Dude, it, it's like it got a swing to it, like a. Yeah. It's not really on the on beat. It's a kind of off beat, but it feel good. Okay. You know what I'm saying it's like groovy music, right? And so he makes that kind of stuff, and that dude can release an instrumental album because people listen to that type of music when they are cleaning up or when they're studying or something yep, like that. I'm studying. So that is what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to release an instrumental. That is what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. In 2019, that's like that's my project. For 2019, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, instrumental album, bro. Just just beats. Um, might have some vocal samples, but it's not going to be. It. Right. Actually, bro, it's kind of in a developmental stage. Okay. 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 Yeah. Because on one hand, I want to do just all beats, mm-hmm. and on on the other hand, I want to do kind of two parts, to where I know a lot of artists. 
Do it. You should do both, bro. I, I Fuck think, it. I think it's going to be like a two-disc volume A, volume B. Man, that'd be massive, bro. And yeah. there'd be a lot of shit to put out there, man, for everybody, because other artists is going to shout you out and shit. And Word. you got your own little session for just your your beats. Yeah. Best of both worlds, man. I think that's what I'm going to do. Ooh. Nigga. And so, what does that mean? What, how is that going to benefit me? Because I'm... There's no, there's no record label yeah. for me to split money with. There's no manager for me to split money with. There's no publishing company for right. me to split money with. For everybody out there, as soon as you make a beat, as soon as you send the beat, as soon as he raps over the beat and they bounce it, right? you two now have something to publish. You, once you publish it, you are the publisher. That's true. There's there's nothing in there that gave anybody else any rights. No. It's just you two. Exactly. So y'all the publishers, y'all the artists, uh y'all the record label. You know, the, really there's no record label at all. You know what I'm saying? It's really just the publisher. That's all you really need. Yeah. So with me, I'm getting all that back end money. I'm getting uh the streams. You feel me? There's nobody to split anything with except right. for the other part where if I, you know, shared it, had an artist on the song, right. that would be where I would just get 50%. So other than that, bro, that's what I'm on. And um, I really want to I really want to have a collective of other producers to where we can bounce off each other, bro, and just get placement after placement after placement after placement after placement. You feel me? Because yeah. I'm not always in the mood to make a beat, which is, I think, like a... I don't think people really realize that about producers. Like, nigga, I'm not always in the mood to make a beat, bro. Exactly. That's like, how it always is, bro, man. Look, just because we love this shit, I mean, we like to do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean we can do it all the time. Yeah, shit. Whatever. We need, we need <laughs> time sometimes. I'm telling people that shit like, hey, y'all, I need a break. That's for a hot second. Yeah, bro. I mean, you you get you get beat block. Yeah. Or you make a whack beat. You lose creativity fight sometimes. Yeah. You got like a, a block, a mental block. Yeah. I go that shit sometimes too, bro. You got to go do stuff sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Like just, uh, for example, uh, you saw the movie The Hate You Give? No. Like, you didn't see I it, but, see you, but you heard about it? If, you know, I, if I see a snippet, I might know what it is, bro. <laughs> God damn, dog. Yeah. But, all right. So the movie is basically about, uh, it's a manless Stenberg. She's grown up. Okay. Low key, kind of, not really fully, but yeah. she's like. 16, 17, something like that. And uh, basically, her and her friend are kicking it, and then some shit happened with the police, and then the whole movie is basically what happens after that. Mm-hmm. So that's what the movie's about. Um, and when I saw that shit, I was, uh, I couldn't I couldn't stop crying. Like, it wasn't like full cries, no, but it was sure like, damn, this is crazy. And I, right. I, I water, you feel me? Um, so I had to write about it, bro. Wrote about it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had a podcast, ah, like you, talked nigga, yeah. I would have just talked about it. Right. But I just wrote about it. I just, like, wrote it in my notes, like, just rattled ideas off. Mm-hmm. What I what I took from the movie, what I thought about the movie, what some of the topics made me think about. And I just I just put it, I sent it to my email list. It was, like, 30 people right now. Damn. And they, they still, what, in tuned in to it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... That's some lit. people some people opened it yeah probably like uh probably like 40 percent of my list 
Open but that's good that you have even a list of people, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on my website, yeah. uh, it was like a pop up that basically um, was like subscribe to my email list, kind of a thing. Right. And um, people subscribe to the email list, yeah. and then they browse the website. You oh, feel that's me? that's awesome, man. Yeah, bro. Um, I got over sixty beats on my website. You feel me? Yeah. And that's not touching how many beats I have. So when if I you got into um. I'm trying to think of a word that said your prime of just, you know, like, hey, I'm out here making fire beats. I'm dropping them consistency, c- consistently. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when, when you get that feeling, is that now or you just like? Uh, probably in the last two years. The last two years? Definitely. Okay. Because uh, until like, so after, like, even during college, I would feel like I got, like, damn, I got one. Yeah. But it wasn't an often. That feeling wasn't often. Even, right. Even when I was in L.A. See, if if I had been in L.A. then as a producer, how I'm, like, as good as I am now, if I was this good then. It would have been, yeah. It, it's, it's supposed to happen like that, though. It's supposed to. I think L.A. was meant to inspire you, bro. My G. Yeah. I would have been, I would have had a placement, bro. Yeah. For sure. Right. With somebody, with somebody in the camp, I would have had a placement on TDE, for sure. So you find after that L.A. trip is when... You was at the point like, all right, fuck it. I'm going all like, in. Like, I'm dropping nothing but fire. You know what? I had got a lot of advice. I got a lot of advice from people in L.A. Yeah. So I got advice from the studio manager, which is my homie. His name is Mark. He has a really complicated last name, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. Shout out to Mark. Yeah, my man. Um, And, oh, the studio is called Engineers. Okay. Um, And they're on Instagram. They're super dope. They give mixing advice. Uh, mastering advice and uh, recording advice um so got a lot of advice so um actually i was in a uber i was i think i was going to my internship or going home from my internship okay and uh it was just a dude i don't even remember his name i think his name was pat or patrick or something Mm -hmm. and he said he told me he was only driving uber because his wife told him to so he wouldn't go drink right all right bro for sure whatever it takes for you to be sober my nigga do it but basically he uh he like managed um you know gallant you ever heard that name before no i I don't know nobody bro you should just introduce Uh, everybody to me like it's something new all right he's in like uh like a future soul r&b type of artist okay he had a a hit called weight and gold Mm -hmm. at the time super good song but um he was like managing him and another artist named zoo Z-H-U They make kind of similar music Super dope music bro Um, But He gave me I played him some of my beats And he gave me some advice Dog Never thought about this But like song structure Four beats Yeah Like four bars Eight bars Sixteen bars Twelve bars Four bars Shit that I never Because before then I was just Laying the beat out How I thought it sounded good Right But The fact of the matter is every song you've ever heard has a structure to it and it's pretty similar yeah it'll be like a four bar count in mm-hmm. which is the intro get you hype you feel yeah. me and then there's either a verse after that okay. or there's the hook after that yeah so there's intro hook which is eight bars usually okay a hook and then there's a verse which is either 16 bars or 12 bars so it ranges between that too right okay 
Or if you get a rapper rapper, it'll be 32 bars or some shit. Oh, yeah, row rapper. She, you know what I'm saying? You just 300 bars. <laughs> right. So then, then you go back to the hook, which is yeah. another eight bars. Or you'll have a bridge, which is like two to four bars or something. Right. And then you'll have the hook again for eight bars and then verse. So either the first verse is 12 or the second verse is 12. See, that's how I look at beats too, man. I had speakers in my trunk, you know, some woofers and shit, subwoofers. Yeah. And you're right, though. Yeah, it's all split up because back then I listen to a lot of trap music. And I guess they don't have as many bars when they rap and when the lyrics part. So yeah. it's mainly beat. Yeah, exactly. Boom, 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 boom. They say a few words. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So okay. that that's how music is set up. So when he gave me that gym, that's right. when, that's when I started to excel. I really, really, really oh, started to excel. That is a gym. Yeah. So it, it just it just gave me perspective on nigga. What are you making the beat for? Right. Like. You gotta kinda hear the song before you make the beat. Yeah. Like what's it gonna be about? How long is it gonna be? What's the point of the song? Right. If it's just a turn up song, then you can low key just same shit and just keep looping it. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time that's what niggas is gonna do because they just gonna rap. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. I don't know. It gave me it was a gym. I think right around then, which was like the end of twenty fifteen, is when I really started feeling like I was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but now I make slappers almost every time. I, I, yeah, I almost every time I get on behind that motherfucking I laptop, peep, nigga. Instagram. What else you post on? You post on Instagram anywhere else? I'm Kane Sounds on Instagram. C A I N E Sounds S O U N D S on Instagram. All yeah. one word. On YouTube, Kane Sounds two words. Um, the link to subscribe. On my, to my YouTube is definitely in my Instagram. Definitely yep, gonna put yep, it in, yep. in the description below. Um, so I'm on Instagram, YouTube, um, YouTube every day at two thirty. Well, not every day. Sorry, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at two thirty. Right. Instagram, I usually, you know, it varies. It varies. How man, I'm hey, post. Instagram, you should post every other day. Instagram is hot right now, man. Yeah, man. I, that's what I'm doing, bro. I yeah. usually I usually post right around the same time just to yep. coincide, you know, with my YouTube releases. Yep. So it's either two thirty or three. Okay. You know. Okay. Or the other day, like YouTube was tripping, so I didn't, didn't, didn't end up end up posting till like four. Yeah, I was yeah. Pissed. Go show that post some love. Cause it's 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 really still not doing very well, but it's cool. I ain't tripping. Hey, it get there, bro. But look, this the part of the lavish journey where we ask you some questions oh for sure i'm ready ready all right for sure first question what's the first thing you think about when you wake up first thing i think about when i wake up is damn i'm tired <laughs> why did i why did i go to work again uh i think um low-key bro that's what i really think life about. too short to be working every day it's like it's a bad it's a daily battle of do i fully 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 commit Bro, right. like and stop working and make selling beats online and making music from streaming and um stuff like that and mm-hmm. do i make that my full-time job right because i don't like what comes with having a job you feel me restrictions restrictions uh obligations mm-hmm. that don't necessarily benefit you so that's really what I think about every day, bro. I think I think that pretty much when I wake up. And and until that's gone, bro, I don't think I'm going to be as like fulfilled. It's going to go, man. It's going to go cuz you're going to wake up with that thought every morning and like something's got to yeah. shake. And that's what happened uh you know, when I started getting better mm-hmm. at making beats. 
I was like, dog, I, I've been doing this too long to not be better than this. That's real. That's so real. I learned techniques. I YouTube stuff. I learned sound design, which is another thing, bro. I know sound design. I know audio engineering. I know music production. I know music publishing and licensing. I know synchronization licensing, like the low-key ins and outs of that. With synchronization right. is commercials. Yeah. Uh um movies mm -hmm. you know putting songs in movies and stuff like that Th that's what synchronization is okay so licensing is you as the owner or the, at least the person who's controlling controlling uh intellectual property licensing is somebody either you know paying you to get permission mm -hmm. to use that intellectual property that's what licensing is and that that's all the way around the board right. even record labels the reason record labels pay you is because they're licensing from you right. to use your music that's why you get paid damn yeah what the fuck you just dropped like a million dollars of knowledge on here <laughs> a, probably a billion dollars shit for yeah, sure man. i got another question for you then bro mm -hmm. do you feel that you are immortal immortal yeah damn yep are we talking uh nope it's whatever way you want to answer it <laughs> if you always say that Is that how you want to answer it I'm immortal bro How do you feel that you are immortal uh, Think about this Where you come from Before you was born My mama No where'd you come dad, from that's <laughs> Where'd you come from before uh, you were born I don't know good your question Your consciousness man. Yeah okay You feel me Where did your consciousness come from before, because obviously it was already a thing. Oh, he getting deep. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. You were. It was already a thing, right? You right. were already a thing. So, how did you enter your body? Good question. I, I think there know. was. A, I think there's a time before you mm -hmm. enter your body. And I think there's a time after your body. Right. I think there's a whirlwind in between of you trying to figure out. Damn, have I been here before? You haven't. Bro, Deja vu. You I have that all recognizing the Recognizing niggas that you've never seen before. Right. It's all kind of shit going on. So you feel that we've already been through life before? I think with different lens. I think. Or. Uh, I think you keep doing it until you get it right. I think. I like uh, that. Yeah, I think that you graduate. Similar to, you know, school. Yeah. I think you graduate as far as, like, life path numbers. You ever heard of life path numbers? Nope. All right. So, you can look it up, but um, I had someone tell me that I'm a life path number four, uh, a worker bee, somebody who um, just really gets things done and responds well to, like, direction, which is me, for sure. Um I have a hard time making myself do stuff, but if if I'm um, being held accountable by something or someone else, I I can do that much much easier. So like, based on the life path number is is where your consciousness is. So like number nine is like the end. Mm -hmm. You're number four. I'm number four. And nine is the end. Nine is the end. So you got five, five more, more times to get this shit together. That's a good amount of time. Unless there's like a way to say, like upgrade while you're alive, which would be like what monks are doing. Right? Yeah. Like monks spend all day meditating, bro. I went through a phase, a whole year of meditation. A whole year of it, man. I'm glad I went through it. I, I th really think it helps you unlock 
potential in yourself. Yep. And I think, I think it, I don't know, bro. I, was I think on it helps you ascend, wave. bro. Yeah. I was on a spiritual wave two years ago is when I became my awareness and everything of like, because one day I was sitting on this couch over here, bro, like 2015, man. And um, I got like the nine friend nursing program twice. Like My life wasn't going shitty nothing. Just it was at a, it was at a stop. You know, yeah. I don't know where the fuck, where nothing else to go. Nothing was growing. Nothing was growing. And I asked myself like, damn, man, what's my purpose? You know, what am I that, doing that, that question came. What the yep. fuck am I supposed to do exactly, from here? Exactly, man. And ever since then, bro, my life has just elevated. Ever since then, I started traveling. I started starting brands. I started meeting people, going to different worlds. It's just my mm-hmm. life has been expanding ever since then. But it took for that question to myself, like, what the fuck am I doing? What's my purpose? Yep. And yep. that's when you become aware. And I feel that. Self-awareness is yeah, tough. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about it in like the last year. Yep. It's tough. Bro. It is. It is. And But I like doing it. It's gross. Okay, but it's like okay, I'm I'm aware of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Right. But so what? What do I do with it? How do I do I control it? Can I control it? What the fuck am I going to try to control it for? I don't know. Uh a lot of um but I think a lot of growth came from if I didn't go to college I wouldn't be as I wouldn't be the person I am. Same. same. Because I agree. Um dealing with so many people, bro, mm-hmm. you have to learn. You learn more about yourself. Then you learn about other people. Like, people think you learn about other people. You learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I agree. I I learned that I was way too quick to get upset. I don't get mad about shit, bro. I try not to get mad about anything, bro. Like, I was in the car with my mom the other day. She road raging. I'm like, fam, I'm not mad about that. Right, right. Like, I can't, I couldn't be mad about that. I don't get mad about niggas hating. Exactly. Not that I have haters. Nobody's hating me. Nobody's nobody's hating on me. Right. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, for example, Twitter started to make me upset because I don't like reading people's thoughts because they don't think. I feel the same vibration right now. Listen, they don't think. They just start saying shit. Man, that's why why I'm on Twitter. I post, but guess what? I don't read nothing on my on my time. What the fuck is called? My timeline or whatever. Yeah, I don't read shit. I just go in there just to post. I'm like, hey, y'all, this it's my journal pretty much now. Yeah, hopped off that shit, sap. Man, because I used to indulge though. I used to be on bullshit on there, bro. Right. And then when I was done being on bullshit and people were still on bullshit, I'm like, okay, so wait, I grew up, but these niggas didn't. Now these niggas are 27, still having grown up. You gotta cut them out. Yeah, you are. You not worth my time. Cut them dog. out, or as I say, love them from a distance. Love them from that's a good one. Yep. Love them from a distance. Because it ain't no hell name. Because I still you still love my it. man. Exactly. But nah, I, from a distance. I, even niggas at work did like like that. My the people at work I be with them. So I've been with them every day damn near for a year. Right. So like these are my people for now. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta call you out when you on bullshit. Okay. Do you feel like, like the higher you get in life, you know, sort sort you know with accomplishments or whatever you do, do you feel like? You gain more people. I'm talking about like trustworthy people, good people, or do you no. lose more? I think uh And why do you wait, feel that way? You lose more Cause you know people, people say when you make it to the top is it's lonely and all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I'm really curious, but you're making it, you're on the way up there, you got I mean you're on the journey right now. I think it, um I think the more knowledge that a person has, mm-hmm. I think the more difficult their life will be. Why is that? Because you feel like you're the only person that knows. And then it's hard to talk to people about the things you know. Yeah. Because they don't know. 
So then now you gotta So if you're at point K You gotta explain A through K And that shit is so frustrating Nigga it's like Why can't you fucking know this already Like <laughs> I gotta take you way Like I don't wanna talk to you about this bro Because I gotta take yeah. you too far back Like yeah. I've been studying this shit for two years Three years you Four know, years man, I feel years. you on that man And this one thing I hate to say, but I just have to keep like-minded people around me, and I feel—I used to feel bad for doing that, but now no. I'm trying to get to this point in my life. I don't give a fuck. Like I, you feel me? I, I'm sorry. I feel you. I love you from a distance. I don't care. But as overall, I got to keep like-minded or people way above me. I like people hanging yeah. people who's above. You got to go vertically. You can't go yeah. horizontal. That shit expires me. You know, I ain't trying to be oh anybody that's above me. I love that shit. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> love that shit, man. Like I love it. It inspires me for real. Yeah, bro. It's no time. It's no time for backward yeah. steps. That's. Hey, that's what we say in alpha. You an alpha? <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh, yeah, shit. You ain't even know it. Yeah, alpha? That's crazy. What year you cross? <laughs> 2014. Spring oh, 14. Oh, shit, man. I would have thought fall 13, bro. Uh, you old nigga. Hey, I am, shit, you a year you a year ahead? <laughs> he said alpha. They talking alpha male. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Hell no. That's crazy. No backward steps. Shout out to all my bros out there. Y'all hold it down. That's lit, man. So you cross out an OU. Yeah, five. Nah, I'm like, oh, you okay? Small fucking world, man. So, man, what made you want to join Greek Life, man? Yeah, we'll get on that real quick. Okay, I mean, I tell you, it's a very simple thing. Uh, the person who ended up becoming my dean mm -hmm. was doing things that I thought we needed in our community. Uh, he was holding. Uh, he organized the march when I first got there. Don't even remember what it was about. Sure, there was some tragedy going on in our community that uh, we needed to address. So I think it was Trayvon Martin, actually, that we, he Hell was yeah. marching for. And then um, I just got to know him off that because I'm like, dog, this this is dope. Like, you really, like, y'all niggas really did this shit. Yeah. And I didn't even know he was an alpha at the time. I was just like, damn, this is dope. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And then um, start going to all their parties. I'm like, damn, these niggas throwing parties. These niggas doing the, the work. You feel me? Uh, they all cool niggas. And then, um, and then, really, nigga, I just start playing 2K with them niggas, and then out of nowhere, here I am, I'm alpha. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is, man. It's all about that that connection you get with the people, man. I be telling people that. That's real, though. That's real, man. I got another question for you then, bro. Yeah. What was your best date? Date? Date. As in, I went out on a date. You went out on a date. Yes. Your best uh, one. We uh, already know he had a lot, so... I definitely have had a lot with my girlfriend of six years. Turn up. Um, best one. Damn. We have been on a lot of dates. I think I think my favorite one, we was in L.A. Mm -hmm. And I took her to uh, Malibu Beach. You took her to Malibu Beach? Well, I took her to Malibu and we went to the beach. I don't, hey. know, I don't know what the beach was called. Well, but it was like a I big ass it was like land and then it was a cliff right. and it wasn't no more land it was just beach at the bottom okay and it was turtles out there crabs out there that shit was fire nigga damn it was beautiful it was kind of like a double date when kind of with my friend the other uh, black girl that was on the program with me oh and right, her right. boyfriend we went to the beach oh that's tight to malibu that shit was fire bro beautiful that's why we trying to get back out there bro like that's oh really sound was that when you was out in la Doing, yeah. uh okay yeah that's what we trying to go back bro because that was like peak yeah. experience like because she's traveled a lot but she had i don't think she had ever been to los angeles right before. and um so when we got there well when she got there 
nigga, we had we had the uh the pre rolls, nigga. So we oh, was smoking, we was smoking shit. that shit, nigga. <laughs> nigga was feeling good. You yeah. feel me? We Ubered all the way from L.A. to Malibu, which I never would uh suggest anybody to do. How much was that? I don't know. We split it four ways. Oh, oh, oh. So oh, it was yeah. good, but yes, never, yeah, yeah. never be you know, don't ever try to play into the gender roles and be the man at this point, nigga. Nigga, that's a big ass check to pick up. L.A. ain't no fucking joke either with the bread, fam. Man, I went out there last summer. I was don't like, let it be shit. uh the little lightning sign what? nigga you know the, the little the lightning, lightning sign to be by the on, on all the ubers it's because like if they don't got that many uber drivers oh, I, I do uber yeah yeah i'll be getting happy when my thing pop yep. up and the lightning sign oh i'm about to get some money oh, a day exactly be fucking you over nigga. Ooh, that's true though man all right man you have a country you want to travel to country yep morocco morocco marrakesh okay why you want to go out there that's where we from for real so you ever been out there nope Oh, you got to go out there, man. You got to check it out. Is that like somewhere you would travel I gotta, to next? I mean, I mean, obviously, it's the, it's the continent of Africa, but yeah. like Morocco specifically, yeah, for sure. Like Marrakesh, I think okay. that's just I think that's the capital of Morocco, for sure. So that's where I'm trying to go, bro. You ever been out the country yet? Never out the country, no. Oh, you got to make put down your bucket list. I'm trying to go to like Cancun. You feel me? I really uh, I want to take my girl to uh, Punta Cana. Punta Cana is beautiful. Never been there, but I heard so much about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to go there, bro. Dominican Republic. I want to go to Barbados. Uh, my friend Amber, shout out to Amber Thomas. Yep. Um, she also uh makes like uh these these body yeah swirls like they uh. Dang, I wish I could describe this better. Yeah, go so ahead. I have a better <laughs> shout out. <laughs> but it's like lotion, basically, like the glitter. Uh-huh, they got glitter in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, it's glowed. G L O W D. Okay. Glowed. She makes soaps and stuff. Not. Does she make soaps? I don't think she makes soaps yet. Okay. But it's more like lotions and body rubs and it's just cool shit, man. It's okay, cool for, for sure. the ladies for sure. For the ladies for sure. But um. Yeah, she's uh she's from Barbados, and we okay. was talking about that recently, and uh, what it's like to be on like a a real island, my nigga, like not like the cool part, yeah, that niggas like colonized and like made a resort, no, like, a real, the island, real yeah. island, like what it's really like. They they got monkeys, on yeah, the that's how I was when I went to Costa Rica, went to real island, and they had monkeys on the fucking island. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, walked there at sixteen, man. I was like, what the fuck? It's monkeys yeah. on an island. Yeah, monkeys bro. on an island is crazy. Man, I never get that, bro. They can't leave the island. They you can't, can't leave the island. That, that's their habitat. That's they, they from is. the island, dog. That's, <laughs> that's nuts. Lit. I can't wait to get back on the road, man. On, on a plane, shit. I bet you it was monkeys here, but all the white people killed all the monkeys. <laughs> 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 or or you all know, the white people evolved, and you, now the, no now we don't got no monkeys because all it's all white. Oh, people. because of the, the stages of evolution. I mean, I, I think white people was monkeys. I don't think we was monkeys. You know what? Something we got to figure out, bro. No, no. There's, there's factual proof. For real? Yeah. Somebody's trying to tell me about this before, man. Like, they're Neanderthals. Oh, my. Yep. That's the same as that shit he's telling me. He's going to the, the blood types and yeah. all this shit. We got we got an ancestor like that, but it's not a Neanderthal. I can't really? remember what it's called, though. And I saw it so long ago that I, I can't even, like, bring it up. I have to do research. But I know for sure, 100%. They are Neanderthals and we're not. Okay, for sure. Well, I got one more question for you, bro. Okay. What makes a good life? Plenty. Uh, and, and I mean, really, plenty is a simple answer, which that wasn't going to be all I said, but plenty 
I think is will suffice as an answer. Think of plenty as far as plenty of love, uh, plenty of family, you know, plenty of uh, creation as far as what you create, um, plenty of food, you know. Gotta gotta have the food, and and you gotta have somebody that can make the food well. I agree. Um, plenty of resources, uh, whether that be intellectual property, whether that be uh, what we call money or property, land, you know, plenty of ownership, um, plenty of independence. Um, I think that's what makes a happy life. Always have plenty. Innovation. Innovation. Yeah. I like that. I fuck with that, man. Well, I appreciate you coming through today, man. You got any social medias, websites, Instagrams, whatever you want to let them know? Definitely. Website, Kane Sounds, C-A-I-N-E, Sounds, S-O-U-N-D-S.com. That's goes straight to my beat website. Go on there, download some free beats. Go ahead, get you a couple, buy one, get one, freeze, you feel me? I got a sale going on, and I definitely will be having a Black Friday sale coming up. So be on the lookout for that, you feel me? It's going on. and um instagram kane sounds one word youtube kane sounds two words i'm also on twitter at the same thing kane sounds for everything man for sure check me out for sure man well check out kane sounds man beats definitely going y'all definitely gotta stay tuned man i'm pretty sure you guys gonna hear about them really soon oh yeah really soon i'm gonna be out here you out here y'all all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, thank you for watching or listening to Life of Journey podcast where we create, inspire, and spread greatness. We out of here. Peace. We're going to post a picture real quick. You I'm going to screenshot it. We good. Yeah.